our desire is to bring nothing but the Word, the Word of God that transforms our lives. You can't have a testimony if you haven't had a test. When you have the new nature of God inside of you, really your worship reflects that. If you fail, don't let it be final, because it's not fatal. Hello friends around the world, thanks for joining us here at Kingdom Insight. This is our doc, Dr. Kazumba Charles. I love the Word of God because the Word of God is what transformed my life. For many of you who knows me, you know where I come from and uh, it, it would only take the Word of God to transform and circumcise my life. And today I want to bring you the Word of God. Uh, I have a very special guest on this program, very powerful man of God. He has traveled around the world. He has traveled in Africa to preach. He is mentoring a lot of leaders as well. Uh, uh, he's a pastor of uh, Northeast uh, Christian Fellowship uh, in uh, Melfort in Canada, Saskatchewan. You know, when you hear the Word of God from men who have been there, have experienced so many things, it makes a difference. Sitting with this man, Pastor Paul Dubois, I'm going to bring him in right away here, uh, just listening to his heart, uh, it has changed my life. There was one time we were at the lowest point and they, they came into the city here in Saskatoon and invited us for lunch and we sat there. I was just, he didn't even know. I was just, you know, uh, uh, getting everything that he was saying and uh, the wisdom and the power. And I'm excited. You are about to hear a very powerful man of God. Man of God, welcome to the program. Oh, thanks, Thank bro. you so very much. Bless you. It has been an honor to know you. And uh, I know your heart for souls, and we'll be talking about the power of doing the will of God. Amen. I want you to take over and teach us <laughs> on the, what, what, what the, the beauty and the power of doing the mm -hmm. will of God. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a lot of heroes of faith. When I got saved back in 1980, um, I, I'm a history buff. I love history. Mm -hmm. And so I began to pour into these history books of uh, different people like William Booth and yeah. Reinhard Bonnke and, you know, all these different heroes of faith that and I wanted to know what, their, what made their lives tick. And, mm -hmm. and I remember Reinhardt saying, those who forever seek the will of God are overrun by those who do it. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that. And, you know, uh, David writes in Psalm 143, he says, teach me to do your will, you know, so that I may please you. And and for you are my God, let your good spirit lead me on level ground. This was David's six-word prayer, teach me to do your will. And uh, at the very center of Jesus' life, you look at Jesus' life, uh, this was the supreme desire of Jesus to know and do God's will. We look at Jesus and we think he had the God button, so he could hit the God button. But he learned just like us. He was a man just like us. And Jesus says this himself. He says in John chapter 6, verse 38, he says, I've come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. I love the way the voice puts it. The voice Bible translation says, I've come down from heaven not to pursue my own agenda, Amen. but to do what he desires. Hallelujah. And a lot of times, you know, as Christians, we just want to do our own thing. Mm -hmm. And if you back up a couple of verses or a couple of chapters in, in John chapter 4, uh, Jesus says, I receive my nourishment by serving the will of the Father. So he, he gets fed by doing the will of God, he, and that's where he gets his nourishment from. Amen. In reality, there's only one thing that really matters in the life of a believer, mm -hmm. and that is to know and to do the will of God. Hallelujah. 
Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, many people come to me and ask this question. What's God's will for my life? And I've been praying. I just don't know what God wants me to do. I don't know what to do. And I find many of these people, they want to do God's will, but they're stagnant. Literally, they're doing nothing in view of God's kingdom. And they're literally impotent. They're powerless. They're incapable and ineffective in God's work that he's destined for. And, and you know, they, they just want to know, God, tell me what to do. And I've come to realize that wanting to know God's will is not just something that we do when we're younger. It's something we, we want to know and we want to act on. It's a lifelong pursuit. Yes. Absolutely. And we all want to stay in the exact center of God's will, right? So mm -hmm. I think there's a sincerity there. Mm -hmm. um, David asks this, this, this question. He says, you know, Lord, teach me your will. He says, teach me your will. And then he says, teach me your ways that I may rely on you and give me an undivided heart. And I think that's where he actually hits the nail on the head. Give me undivided divided heart. heart. That's, that's the issue. And mm -hmm. I think with a lot of mm -hmm. believers, mm -hmm. again, the voice says, you know, unite my divided heart. Unite my divided heart, he says. And uh, when he says this, I think we, we have a divided heart in a sense that we live with our feet firmly planted in two worlds. Mm -hmm. You know, one, or I better say it as two kingdoms, you know, God's and this world, this yes. kingdom of this world. And we want to serve God, but we're, we're slow on fully obeying Him and to have no other gods before Him. And, mm -hmm. and uh, so a lot of people don't realize this, that the two kingdoms are di diametrically opposed to one mm -hmm. another, right? Yes. And uh, remember Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, you can't serve two masters. Mm -hmm. You're going to love one and hate, hate, the, or hate the other. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can read that in context in Matthew 20, 6, 24 and, and on. And I don't want to do that whole thing because it, there's so much there. But... Uh, he says we have to choose. You know, we need to make a choice. When we look, and, and, and it's really simple. When we look at the call of the, Jeremiah, uh, pro, the prophet Jeremiah, uh, we get a glimpse of what I'm saying here. In chapter 1 of Jeremiah, he says this, The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you, I knew you. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Amen. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I'm too young. But the Lord said to me, do not say I'm too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid. And so he goes on to say this stuff. He says, I put my words in your mouth. See, today I point you over nations to uproot, to tear down, to destroy, to overthrow, to build, and to plant. And for, for time's sake, I'm gonna, not going to try and reinvent the wheel here, but uh, use some of what Chris Russell, he's, he's been pastoring for over 25 years. He's a church planner. He had a, a, a series that he did a, quite a while back on eight keys uh, to know God's will for one's life. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to run through them because yes. I think it's They're really important. They very, are very important. important. Yes. And uh, it's kind of like, you know, I'm doing a series right now at the church. It's called The, the Spiritual Disciplines. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't have the disciplines in their life. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with the will, the will of God, no, wanting to know the will of God. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, it's not rocket science, and in fact, they're quite simplistic. Uh, we'll, I'll say the eight, and then we'll kind of try to hone in on that. Yes. Yeah. The first one is walking with God, right? Amen. The second is surrender your will to God's. Mm -hmm. Third is obey what you already know to be God's will. Mm -hmm. A fourth is seek God, godly input in your life. Mm -hmm. Five, pay attention to how God has wired you. Listen to God's spirit is number six. Seven is listen to your heart, and number eight is open and closed doors. Mm -hmm. So number one, to walk with God, for starters, if you're interested in knowing God's plan for your life, you need, to, you need to learn to walk with God. 
You need to develop a relationship with him. Amen. And many people call Christianity religion. Well, Christianity is all about relationships. Yes. And yes. rather than, than just religion. Mm -hmm. And so we, we need to cultivate a relationship with God. And we must seek him to know him just and not just seek to know about him. It's like Moses knew the acts of God, right? Amen. And not yes. yeah. Yes. So he knew mm -hmm. how God did things. Did things. Yes. yes. And so we, we need to cultivate that relationship best by spending time mm -hmm. in his word. Th these are very simplistic, mm -hmm. right? And uh, taking time for prayer. Prayer is so important. Mm -hmm. In fact, when I was teaching on the spiritual disciplines, a lot of people thought I'd start with the word, mm -hmm. but I started with prayer. Amen. Because Jesus That's was true. a man of prayer. Yes. Prayer is powerful. Yes. And uh, so we need to take time in prayer. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, uh, you know, I, I've said even in our own church, some of the people who are most on fire uh, have been discipled through our prayer meetings, prayer meetings because they've yes. come to the prayer meeting and mm -hmm. saw the, the power of God's Amen. presence move Amen. upon them. Mm -hmm. So taking time in prayer and taking every opportunity we can to be involved in church mm -hmm. and small group Bible study. And when we seek these disciplines in our life, it's, it's then we begin to see God highlighting mm -hmm. the first steps of walking out His will Amen. to us. Amen? Amen. So uh, I want to come yeah, in because you've, you've just uh, pointed out something very, very uh, powerful here. Uh, first, as we, you know, the eight keys right. uh, of knowing God's will for our yeah. lives is to walk with God. Serve where you are, right. whatever you do. Right. Get involved, right. worship, right. prayer. Yes. And, uh, and those, I just wanted to emphasize that yes. point. Absolutely. Because uh, many people think they can find the will of God outside mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I remember I am where I am today in... Um in the kingdom of God because I got involved with the church. Absolutely. I started growing from there. And uh, that, is, that is very important uh, as you're watching right now as we discuss this powerful, powerful topic, yes. you know, uh, um, the power of doing the will of God. Go ahead, man of God, to the second yeah. point. You know, anyone who says, uh, I don't need church, Mm -hmm. They don't understand church. Yes. We'll go to number two. Yes. You know, surrender your will to God's will. Amen. Now that's a big thing. Yes. Uh, Wikipedia, mm -hmm. you know, so everyone checks the internet, right? Mm -hmm. Wikipedia defines man's will as this. Mm -hmm. Man's will is that, the, the, is that faculty of the mind which selects at the moment of decision the strongest mm -hmm. desire from among the various desires mm -hmm. that are present. Will does not refer to any particular desire, but rather the capacity to act decisively, decisively on one's, mm -hmm. one's desire. So with that understanding as a context, many times when we say we are seeking God's will, what we're really saying mm -hmm. or wanting God to say is this. Okay, God, here's what I'm planning to do. Yes. Can you rubber stamp this? Mm -hmm. Is this okay? <laughs> you know? So we're actually telling God what we're going to do. Then we're asking mm -hmm. for him to rubber stamp what we're, we're doing. And it's a not effective way to find or walk in God, the will of God. Amen. So before God will begin to reveal his will to us, we must be committed to mm -hmm. doing whatever it is he desires of us. Mm -hmm. Uh, you're moving to Guelph, yes. right? So that's not something that just came overnight. No, no. And, uh, you know, the, the amazing thing about surrendering our will to His mm -hmm. will mm -hmm. is that He'll lead us places. Yes. He doesn't give us the whole picture. No. Because no. a lot of times, you know what, the will of God for us, if He showed us everything, we'd never mm -hmm. go. Oh, yes. It'd be, be oh, too yes. hard, too mm -hmm. difficult, too, you know. Mm -hmm. But you know what, when we know we have the green light from God, mm -hmm. we can do what He's called us Amen. to do. Amen. And uh, I love what, uh, what Paul writes to the Romans. He says, Offer your body mm -hmm. as living sacrifices, holy, pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Mm -hmm. Do not conform to Amen. the pattern of this world, yes. but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That, that whole scripture, if you actually broke it down in the Greek, it means to actually change the way you think. Hallelujah. Have a God, think the way God mm -hmm. thinks, thinks, right? Yes. So this transformational renewal is what we need. Mm -hmm. And uh, the third thing, can we go to the third thing? Yes, let's go to the third okay. thing. 
Uh, we need to obey what we already know mm -hmm. to be God's will. Amen. Okay? We need to obey what we already know to be God's will. Expand on that. Okay. So many people want to know what, what God's plan is for the life, but they overlook the fact that 98% of his will is already defined carefully through his word. Mm -hmm. And so God is very clear in many aspects of his will. And for instance, it's clearly his plan that we abstain from sexual immorality, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So if we do not obey the things that God has shown us clearly to be his will, mm -hmm. why should we think he would reveal anything else in regards to our life? Yes. So we, we, obedience is, the, is an important step. Mm -hmm. um, I've said to people, don't underestimate the seemingly small things mm -hmm. that God asks of you as an infant believer. Yes. And uh, so my testimony, um, I, I was living in immorality. Mm -hmm. the, the wife I'm married to now was my girlfriend. We were mm -hmm. living. Mm -hmm. And God did a, a miraculous thing when we got saved. Mm -hmm. I didn't hear any fiery sermons mm -hmm. on uh, premarital sex mm -hmm. or anything. I mean, I was raised in, in a religious home, mm -hmm. but uh, I had an immorality in me that I didn't know any. But when I got saved... The word began to speak to me. And, and so when God started to speak, I either had two, two choices, Amen. obey or rebel. Oh, yes. And so I began to obey. And, and uh, the interesting thing is the day that the Lord told me and convicted me of staying with my girlfriend, uh, I went home that day and I, I came home. And, and when my, my then girlfriend came home, um, I said, I really have something to tell you. Mm -hmm. And she says, so do I. And I said, well, why don't you go first? Mm -hmm. Because <laughs> I was yes. not brave, right? Yes. And she says, the Lord really convicted me mm -hmm. of us living together. Mm -hmm. And see, God had wow. done the same thing to both of us on the mm -hmm. same day. And so we obeyed him Amen. and we separated. Amen. And you know what? I, I believe we're here today because of obedience. Yes. And because we yes. surrendered our yes. will to his will. To his will. To his will. Hallelujah. And so it's very powerful. Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. uh, you know, if I choose to disobey what the Holy Spirit is convicting me of, I would find it hard to hear or even discern the will of God. Mm -hmm. Amen? Yes. Amen. And... Uh, so, you know, I tell people when they, when they first get saved, you know, if God challenges you on the sins that are hidden, that mm -hmm. people know and sees, that's God asking you because he's got greater things for you than mm -hmm. those things, Amen. right? And some of them may seem small compared yeah. to some people, right? Mm -hmm. So smoking, drinking, mm -hmm. all these other things. But don't underestimate, if you don't give that up, you'll never get what God wants. That's true. You, you'll never get the goods, Amen. you know? Mm -hmm. So... Uh, I love the parable, of the the, uh, the uh, good and faithful servant of, of Matthew 25. But uh, people can check that out because it's really powerful in the areas of hearing and discerning the voice of God. Mm -hmm. uh, the fourth thing is seeking godly input. Yes. Uh, now this is really important. Uh, you know, it's one key, key component uh, to finding God's will is to seek the input of godly advisors in your mm -hmm. life. And uh, I would say this: if you don't have three or four godly mentors, mm -hmm then I would highly recommend out there that you would seek out Amen. godly mentors in your life. Amen. And, and think of it this way. Understand this way. You're basically a, a composite of the five people mm -hmm. that you spend the most time with. Yes. So think of who you're hanging out with, mm -hmm. right? Amen. And uh, so it's vital that these five people uh, are good people. Mm -hmm. So if you choose to surround yourself with godly advisors, mm -hmm. Uh, then you'll become, they'll become instrumental in helping you discern God's plan Amen. and will for your life, right? Yes. Uh, and if you surround yourself with people who are far from God, mm -hmm. on the opposite end, 
your hope of finding his best for you, I mean, it's going to be greatly diminished. Absolutely. Uh, Proverbs eleven fourteen says, where there's no counsel, the people fall. fall. Yes. And, but the multitude of counselors, their safety. Mm -hmm. See, the church was designed to help us greatly with this. Amen. And I would encourage every believer everywhere to be in church every single time the doors Amen. open, not just Sunday mornings. Mm -hmm. uh, the more we involve ourselves with the community of believers, the greater our chances will be of mm -hmm. finding godly men and women who can help us discern God's will. Hallelujah. Fifth thing is mm -hmm. pay attention to how God has wired you. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, long time ago I was, uh, I can't remember what I was doing, but I was in a crisis in my life and I remember the Lord speaking to me and he says, and I mean, some people say, you actually audibly, well, I don't know it. I don't know where I heard it, but I know when God speaks. And uh, he said, Paul, I didn't come to tame you. I came to save you. Amen. And part of the way I was brought up, that, that fiery passion in my life for the world was something he wanted to bring into the kingdom. Amen. And uh, so God has created us to specific to fulfill specific roles mm -hmm. in the world. There's no one else who can achieve mm -hmm. completely what God has purposely created you or I That's to do. That's you know, you who are, you, who, mm -hmm. Charles, man, mm -hmm. I mean, you're one of a kind, right? Mm -hmm. God mm -hmm. broke the mold. Same with Amen. your wife, Glory. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when God made her, he broke the mold. And yes. so there's a specific thing that he has for each one Amen. of us. Amen. And some people have a hard time with that, but I don't. Mm -hmm. I, I really believe that, mm -hmm. that there's a call on each one of us. There's a destiny on each one of us. Mm -hmm. And the, the apostle Peter gives us this, uh, admonition he says in first peter chapter 4 verse 10 he says use whatever gift you've received for the good of one another so that you can you show yourselves to be stewards of god's grace in all its varieties mm -hmm. so it's, that's a powerful thing amen you know i fully believe that god really has gifted each of us to do mm -hmm. that and uh and i think it's actually quite amazing when you think of it so when we seek to dis discover god's will for life we need to pay attention to how he's gifted us amen and his plan for us always will be directly related to the gifts he's bestowed upon us, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it's kind of like, you know, you don't need another Charles Kazumba in your no. life. You need a glory no. in your life, Yes, right? Because uh, her, her voice mm -hmm. and the voice of the Holy Spirit is probably very... Totally different. Right? Totally different. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of cool. Amen. So the great news is that we can grow at whatever it is yes. that he's called us to do, right? Mm -hmm. But before you go to okay. number six, you've pointed out something that is very, very, very important. And okay. I, I think it needs to be emphasized. There is a mindset out there that saying we don't need the church anymore. We think we can discover, you know, the will of God through YouTube, through right, books right. that we read. We don't need yeah. any, any man of God to speak in our lives. We don't need to go to, to the church anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't discover your will and what God has called you to do away from the assembly of other believers. Mm -hmm. Like you shared, you know, mm -hmm. you fellowship with them, you deal with certain things in your life, mm -hmm. they help you deal with all those things because we all have some yeah. stuff that needs to be, to be mm -hmm. done away with. Yeah. And, and friends and the mm -hmm. pastors and leaders are put in the place to, to be able to identify those things. That's so right. I just wanted to emphasize wherever you are, you're saying, I want to discover the purpose of God. Yes. I want to be the next Renard Bonke. No, you won't. The reason you won't is that you have stayed away from the church yeah. where you can be groomed and, uh, right. and, and uh, molded and uh, spoken mm -hmm. into your life. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to emphasize that as the man of God gives us the number six are uh, keys to unlocking the will of God in your life listening to God's spirit go ahead man of God so you know if if someone watches the program they can shut it off yes right mm -hmm. but I tell you when you get involved in the body mm -hmm. I mean a body's kind of messy sometimes yeah. right so we need that and you mm -hmm. know what the apostle writes and he says forsake not the assembling together Amen. Um, 
which is the habit of yes. some, right? Amen. So it was already creeping into the church mm -hmm. that people were, you know, just getting. And, you know, nowadays, I mean, every pastor that you have on here could attest mm -hmm. to this. You know, they've listened to all these great speakers mm -hmm. out there on YouTube, and mm -hmm. then they come and they judge your, yeah. <laughs> your preaching and yeah. your, your ability mm -hmm. by who they just listened to, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And it's sad that this it's is sad. happening in the yeah. church. But no. number six is listening to God's spirit. Mm -hmm. and, and this is huge. I personally experienced a major turning point mm -hmm. in my own prayer life uh, when I simply learned to shut up while I was praying. Mm -hmm. And uh, it sounds kind of <laughs> odd, but it's because uh, prayer is not just talking to God. It's, it's a, a two-way conversation. Mm -hmm. God wants to speak to us. He wants to release revelation to us. Mm -hmm. Even prayer, you know, our prayer needs to be ignited by his very presence. So mm -hmm. when we enter that place of prayer, it's of the utmost importance that we're also listening, not just praying whatever's on our mind. And I love what Jesus said in this regard. He says, I assure you, in John chapter 5, he mm -hmm. says, Most and solemnly say to you, the Son can do nothing of no. himself, yes. of his own accord, mm -hmm. unless it is something he sees the Father doing. doing. I love this. Mm -hmm. And for whatever things the Father does, the Son in turn also does it the same way. Amen. For the Father dearly loves the Son. So he, mm -hmm. he goes on to say this. So he says, Jesus in a nutshell says, I only do what mm -hmm. I see the Father, Father doing. doing. I only speak what I hear the Father, Father speaking. speaking. Yes. And uh, so you think Jesus recognized mm -hmm. he must be doing what the Father was doing and speaking what the Father was speaking, right? Mm -hmm. And Billy Hybels wrote a book uh, quite a while ago. And uh, when I was going through it, it was called Too Busy Not to Pray. Mm -hmm. And uh, Bill talked about this important component. It was about listening prayer mm -hmm. and about listening to the voice of God. Mm -hmm. and, and so it's, a, it's a quite a revelation for a lot of people because we always... Most people think, most Christians think mm -hmm. that prayer is just talking to God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we gather for corporate prayer, uh, I take time to listen to God, mm -hmm. uh, what God might have to say, mm -hmm. how he's directing my prayer. Mm -hmm. I take time to listen to that. Mm -hmm. If I have uh, an unction for a scripture, I'll look it up. Mm -hmm. And many times uh, when I begin praying out mm -hmm. loud, there's a release of prophetic mm -hmm. prayer. And, uh, but I, don't, I wouldn't get that if I wasn't listening. Amen. And we need to Amen. listen. That's true. So how do we approach this in a practical sense? Mm -hmm. uh, practically, when we go to prayer, the way to go about mm -hmm. this is to bring a notepad or, you know, your iPad or something mm -hmm. and record what God is speaking. Amen. And a lot of people need to start taking notes. Amen. And uh, if you're seeking God's direction personally, then right at the top of uh, several pages, things mm -hmm. like, I wrote some things. What is the next uh, step in my mm -hmm. ministry, my mm -hmm. career, my family, mm -hmm. my marriage? my education, my finances, mm -hmm. and during uh, prayer time, meditate on those things. Mm -hmm. Ask God, if you, if you want something specific, then you mm -hmm. need to pray specifically and then take time to listen. Amen. Personally, my wife and I, Rose and I, have never made a move without God's counsel Amen. and without seeking God's counsel. Mm -hmm. and, and it's very much like this. We would, we would go away and we, you know, sometimes you just have to go away, get a mm -hmm. hotel Amen. and get away from everyone. Mm -hmm. And we take two different rooms and we'd mm -hmm. go and start seeking God on Amen. what he wanted to do in our life. Amen. And we'd come back after an hour or two. And it was amazing how mm -hmm. God spoke to her, spoke mm -hmm. to us and it confirmed. Hallelujah. And then mm -hmm. we'd get other counsel in our mm -hmm. life, right? From, from other people. Mm -hmm. So when we respond, when we responded to God's will for the season we had come into, mm -hmm. we knew God would provide all we needed, mm -hmm. right? Amen. And this is important. Although God never shares the whole journey, yes. you know, uh, of what we would go through, the trials mm -hmm. of the testings that mm -hmm. would come along, what we did know is that God gave us a green light. Yes. And that's what we went on. And that's very important. It is important. Amen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And through these experiences, he's shown us many times with great clarity what mm -hmm. his will it was for our lives. Mm -hmm. uh, let's go to number seven. Number seven. Okay. Listening to your heart. Listening to At your least heart. That's a big one yeah. now. Yeah. It is because um, 
your heart, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes we think our heart is speaking, but it's our emotions. Emotions, And we can, and yes. we can be deceived by it. I love when my emotions and, uh -huh. and my heart line up. Yeah. And it's wonderful. Amen. It gives Amen. me goosebumps and yes. stuff like that. But I, you know, in the end, I have to actually go by faith yes. in what God has said. Amen. So in, listen, in addition to listening to the Spirit, I also recommend listening to your heart. Mm -hmm. And uh, listen to this passage, Psalm 37. Delight yourself mm -hmm. in the Lord, and He'll give you the desires of your heart. Amen. And commit your way to the Lord. Uh, and trusting him in, he'll bring it to pass. Mm -hmm. So I love this passage because it shows me that when I'm walking with God, mm -hmm. he will actually let me do many really cool things mm -hmm. that I actually love to do. Amen. And this is what I mean by that. When we are close to him, God actually begins to shape Amen. our desires. Yes. So he begins to change them. Mm -hmm. And so that what we desire are the things that he has already called Amen. us to do. Amen. See, he puts that desire in mm -hmm. us. And, uh, so, I, I mean, we've been a part of a lot of great ministries mm -hmm. out through our church, but I, I think it's really powerful. His plan for our lives actually becomes a super exciting mm -hmm. adventure, and it's a journey. Amen. It's not a destination. Amen. And I always have the utmost, uh, probably the most excitement in my life is when I'm doing the will of God. Hallelujah. Number eight. Number eight. For the oh, time's sake. Oh, yeah. Open and close doors. Open and close yeah. doors. That's a big one. I it wish is. we had time for you to expound on that, but touch on that. Yeah. Open and close doors. Yeah. Uh, you know, over the years, um, I've discovered that God is pretty good at opening mm -hmm. doors mm -hmm. and closing doors. Mm -hmm. And he even did that to the Apostle Paul and his entourage mm -hmm. in Acts. And uh, in Acts chapter 16, we don't have really time to you go there, but you can read it. And uh, Paul had to face closed doors in his ministry. Mm -hmm. And God often uses closed doors to show us clearly he does not want us, mm -hmm. that he doesn't want us to open them. Mm -hmm. And he also opens doors at times to show us what he does want Amen. to us to go through right mm -hmm. and but of course you know you got to think of this this doesn't mean that every open door is mm -hmm. unquestionably God's plan That's true. That's and true. there's a lot of believers mm -hmm. most believers mm -hmm. I wouldn't say all of them but mm -hmm. lots of them mm -hmm. lack discernment mm -hmm. and that's where you need this godly counsel and Amen. you bring all these things together Amen. and it helps right Amen. and so when we take this into context mm -hmm. um, so not every open door is unquestionably God's, God's plan yes. and not yeah. every closed door Easy. is God's plan Amen. sometimes you have to kick some doors yes. open because you have to fight for what God mm -hmm. has spoken right mm -hmm. so when we take this in context with, with Reinhard Bonnke's quote mm -hmm. those who forever uh, seek the will of God are run by those who do it mm -hmm. God has a plan for our lives mm -hmm. and uh, he wants us to walk out the, mm -hmm. his plan day by day mm -hmm. this is the, the will of God this is the great adventure he's called us the journey mm -hmm. that he's called us into as his sons and daughters right mm -hmm. And so it, I think it's wonderful what God wants to do. I, 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 want, I want to share this last scripture, if I mm -hmm. can. There's 23 yes. seconds. Yes. Jeremiah 29, 11. Mm -hmm. For I know the plans I have for you, declares mm -hmm. the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, mm -hmm. plans to give you a future and a mm -hmm. hope. Then you will call on me, come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. Mm -hmm. and you will seek me, and when you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. You find me. Uh, knowing, uh, first of all, the title, The Power of uh, knowing the will of God. Uh, we run, he ran through uh, eight keys, walking with God, surrendering your will to God, obeying what you already know to be God's will, seek godly input, pay attention to how God has wired you, listen to God's spirit, listen to your heart, open and close doors. Uh, I know I'm gonna have Pastor Paul once again on Kingdom Insight to do a part two of this uh, important topic, but uh, I wanna hear from you, write to us, 
us live at kazumbachows.com. We are delighted and we are so thankful for the platform you've given us to come into your home and your living room to bring the word of God. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord watch over you and may you be all that he has called you and designed you to be in the power of his glory. Until then, shalom, shalom. You have been watching Kingdom Insight with Dr. Kazumba Charles. My prayer and hope for you today is that you have grasped everything that you can from the speakers that have poured into your life today. I want to promote Dr. Kazumba Charles' new book. It's called Discovering the Power of God in You. He is an amazing man with an amazing spiritual insight into the power of God. I pray that you pick up this book and that it impacts your life. Thank you for watching.